Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Molly's Desk. Happy Sunday. I hope everyone's had a great week. Um, I really don't know what today's podcast is going to entail. I'm doing it solo because just the way things are at the moment, like, mm, I don't know, it's not bad, but it's just, there's no... Um, I just don't have the facilities to be like setting up and speaking about stuff and ironically all of my friends are kind of in the same space with things it I don't know whether it's eclipse season I think it must be like I was literally walking home from work before and I was seeing my friend Bella after work we were gonna go on like a nice evening walk and her house is 20 minutes in the other direction of my house from my work. I hope that made sense. And also, I'm sat looking like out the window of my apartment, trying to calm my nerves a bit. And I've got the window open. I thought I'd provide a bit of ambiance. But if it gets too loud, I mean, it shouldn't because it's literally a Monday night. But if it gets too loud, it is Halloween so i'll shut the window but i thought i'd provide some vibes you know i want you to feel like you're sat with me um so yeah i was meant to see bella after work and i finished work at 5 30 i said to her i'll be at yours at like 10 to 6 max um so she texted me at about half four and said i'm just gonna have a nap now and i was like okay that's fine we've we've had these plans for ages and then <laughs> I was leaving work and she still hadn't texted me back and I was like, right, okay, this girl just is not going to wake up. I turned up outside her house and I'd been ringing her when I was on the way to try and wake her up and she just didn't answer so I was like outside her apartment and I was just stood there and I was like, mm, this is awkward. So I rang her a few more times and she just didn't answer and then it started to rain and I was like, oh my god, like I'm going home. So I made the trek home um and i controversial opinion i like dark nights um i know like seasonal depression it's a thing and i was like you know what like a cute evening walk i've got my headphones on scissors just released shirt like life is good and then as i was walking home it just kind of it started to spiral you know and I was like oh my god like I need to get home and cook dinner and at the moment this may be TMI but I've got ringworm and if you know what ringworm is like it sounds so much worse like (laughs) the fact it's called ringworm is gross so gross but it's not actually anything worm related it's literally just like a rash on your skin but it's not even itchy like it's not irritated it's just there and it's so inconvenient and it will not go away but it's <laughs> it's disgusting like it it's contagious to the point that like when you wear something you have to wash it straight away afterwards because it lives <laughs> ew i can't even believe i'm like disclosing this but it's not actually it's not that bad and like if you go and google ringworm it looks like i don't have it badly it's literally like three red dots on my arm and there's one on my leg 
where the fuck I've got it from, I do not know, because I've been, like, inside, and it's, I feel like I've either got it from the gym, or, like, a sunbed, or something, because that's the only place I've actually been in contact with humans, I've not been, (laughs) I've not been, you know, um, but yeah, I've had it for like a month and I've been trying to get doctor's appointments. Like I've been using over-the-counter stuff, but because of how contagious it is, it just will not go. And it's start like it's made my anxiety so, so, so bad, which sounds irrational, but because there's like a constant pile of clothes in my room, because if I wear something even for like 10 minutes, I have to wash it straight away afterwards. And this is gonna make me sound like a disgusting awfully dirty person like i'm a very 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 hygienic person and that's why it's sending me through a loop because i've had it for like a month now i've been trying to get doctor's appointments i've finally got one tomorrow the doctors told me it was eczema i was offended i they do like online consultancy obviously with covid and stuff why am i literally getting on a podcast and speaking about ringworm anyway this is just this is a live talk i don't know i'll get onto more interesting stuff in a sec but the doctors tried to tell me it was eczema i was offended no offense to anyone that's got eczema like a few of my friends have got eczema and i feel really really bad for them because like it looks rough and i know like in winter like it gets so so bad like and i feel bad for them but i've never ever had eczema like not even as a kid i literally religiously moisturize like after every single shower every day so when the doctors turned around to me and tried to tell me i've got eczema i was like no i do not have eczema why would i have eczema in three random spots on my arm like on the back of my arm and then one spot of eczema on my leg i lost it but i finally got like a face-to-face doctor's appointment tomorrow so hopefully they give me like steroids or something i don't know but it's gotta go But because of that, I've had so much washing to do. Like, there's not a day that goes by where I don't have to do, like, two loads of washing. And it's driving me mad because I literally live in, like, not a small apartment. Like, it's it's big for two people, but there's only two of us. So we have literally one clothes area. So I have, like, the turnover in washing has literally sent me crazy the past month. Because... I'm out here fending for myself. I've got so much other stuff to do and then I get home and I have to wash everything. Like, it's rude. And I've got to cook for myself as well. And this is what I was going through. Like, when I was walking home, I was like, oh my God, you feel like shit right now. And all I wanted to do was go home and be looked after. But no, I am a big 20-year-old living in a big city and... I'm on my fucking own and if I don't feed myself I don't eat and if I don't wash my clothes I have to walk around naked and (laughs) I'm not not trying to do that maybe one day not 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 yet though um so that's been one thing that's been on my plate and this is this is not just going to be a venting session like elaborating from that point of the being alone and living alone at such a a young age like 20 is young and obviously i know like the age that you go to university like it's 18 isn't it you move out when you're 18 if you choose that path of life um to go to university and so i've lived obviously not completely alone but i've fended for myself in the wilderness now for 
this is my third year living alone like I'm going into my third residence on my own and the the first two years of it were interesting to say the least like I went to university then COVID happened and I was with seven people that I love now like we are all so close and I think we we have this discussion all the time whenever we like re-meet up now because it's kind of sad we don't all live together anymore and we lived together for two years but whenever we see each other now we all just say how weird our first year was because everyone speaks about how your first year of university is so great and you meet so many people but within my first week of uni I broke up with my ex of two years and then I was in a house with seven people that at the time I didn't know and we got locked in so none of us actually had covid but because in our accommodation block people were starting to get it um I feel like people will have seen it on the Manchester news like we literally got locked into our accommodation for two weeks two weeks three weeks I don't know whatever the isolation period was then regardless of whether you had covid or not you were locked in you were not allowed to leave so we weren't allowed to go to the shops we had to order shopping you weren't allowed to leave the gates so like the closest to going outside you could get was going into the smoking area but there was always people in the smoking area and it filled me with fucking dread like i hated it because if i wanted to walk and pick up my asda shop looking ugly as fuck because i was literally going through the most traumatic time of my life there was always people there and like everyone was like literally always just like on drugs and like there was people with decks out doing dj sets in the smoking area i was trying to chill i was trying to pick up my food shopping and that's what i was faced with there was no break there was no break and then on top of all of that there was like the whole thing of everything that i'd ever known and like all of us had ever known like all seven of us that were living there and like obviously everyone else that was living in the accommodation like I think some people thrive when they go to uni straight away because of whatever like living circumstances they've been in and they are literally at the age of 18 so so ready to go and just live on their own and just do their own thing and they love it and for me I thought I was like I thought I was ready and when I like within the first week of uni lost someone that I had been with for two years like seen every day for two years lived with at one point worked with and then also my family as well when I lost all of that and I was in literally the smallest room I've ever lived in and don't get me wrong it was a nice accommodation like I was in the ensuite but the feng shui in that room like something was off I felt like someone had died in there and to be honest the person that had died was probably me I (laughs) probably ew that was gross um I probably like said goodbye to whoever Millie Parr was before she went to university in that room and I was living with the deceased soul of her because the first year of uni and I've had this conversation with so many people and it's such a universal experience that is just not spoken enough like living on your own 
it's great when you're in your kitchen and you're all cooking and like everyone's getting to know each other and you're all having fun and you're drinking but every single night for the first year of uni religiously I went back to my bedroom and like I'd be in the corridor and everyone would be like night guys like night 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 I'd literally walk into my room after saying night to everyone shut my door slide down the back of my door and just burst into tears because regardless of how many people I was living with and like how many people I was meeting and like all this kind of stuff I had never felt so alone and isolated and detached from the world and it wasn't even just detached from the world it was detached from who I was I had no idea who I was without everything that I'd ever known for like the first 18 years of my life or the two years of my life when I was in a relationship like the person I was and I always say this to my friends like I feel like when I was in my relationship the person I was I didn't see myself as like an individual and a person I saw myself as my ex's girlfriend like that was my title for myself that's who that's what my identity was and then when I lost all of that and I wasn't like Millie Parr from Appleton Thorn anymore I was like Millie Parr who's a tiny fish that doesn't actually matter in a big sea of people that I don't know it was insanity and that's just that's loneliness and I think I still suffer with loneliness and that's not from like a single perspective like even lonely now I think when I feel lonely and when I feel isolated now it's not in the way that I did in my first year of university because that was genuine loneliness that was genuine the feeling of I have no one that resonates with who I am because I don't know who I am anymore and I kept friends that I'd had from college like and I'm still friends with most of them now like through university like obviously some have dropped off and that that wasn't even in like um like falling out ways that was literally just people go their own ways and even that in itself is so weird to adjust to and like now I bump into people that I was so close with back in high school and I have no idea what is going on in their life and that in itself is rogue but what was I saying oh yeah so like the loneliness I experience now is like more isolation and that's like coming home and knowing like like it's the knowing that everything that I need to do and want to do now has to be done by me and obviously I've rebuilt my support circle like from first year to now the people that I have around me now, after, or I spoke about this in my trust issues um, episode, like for me, letting new people in. And I think COVID had a lot to do with it. Like I used to be such an extroverted person and I wouldn't call myself introverted now, but I definitely don't want to make new friends and let new people into my life the way I used to do and I wouldn't say that I am approachable in social situations like unless you see me with my friends I will be stood in a corner shaking and one thing that everyone always says to me is like oh I thought you were a bitch when I first met you and 
I'm not a bitch anymore. Like I used to be a bitch. I used to look like a bitch and I was a bitch on the inside. Like I was, <laughs> it was dark. And now I only look like that because of how much I'm like going through internally, like to be in a social situation all i constantly think about is like what are all of these people thinking about me how do i act right now like i don't want to come across in a certain type of way but i physically am paralyzed because i don't know how to present myself to these people and so when i'm alone like in social situations i find it very very hard and like no one no one would expect that from me like I don't give off those vibes I am still a very very sociable person and that's why I think the whole introverted extroverted debate I don't know about it like Jensen and I have this conversation he was saying I think there is such thing as an introverted extrovert and me and him are both very much the same I think him more so than me because he values his alone time a lot more but I've started to value alone time and kind of as I was speaking about, I don't know, I feel like the topic of this podcast is going to be loneliness. I feel like it's fitting. Um, and as I was speaking about um, first year before I was mentioning it, I could not spend time alone because, not because I was scared of what was going to happen, but everything was so, so loud and overwhelming I had no idea to process like the thoughts and the emotions that I was going through. And so I had to be with people and I would always be like the last one in the kitchen. Even if people were not like, like even if people were watching things that I didn't like, if people were literally just up doing whatever uni students do, I don't know, like drinking, whatever. Even if I physically hated being there, to me, being in a situation where there was just people around me was so much better than just being in my own company because I knew that as soon as I closed that bedroom door, I was crying myself to sleep every night. And now, and like I used to look at friends that could even just like sit in their room and watch TV on their own. I couldn't do that. I couldn't literally lie and watch YouTube. And now to see how much I do value my alone time, I think it's great, but even valuing your alone time like I know I need to be alone and my family always say to me like at family do's and stuff I'll be there like I'll be the first one downstairs saying hi to my nan like whatever but um like my nan that she said to me she was like I just noticed that you hit a point it's you she says she was like it's usually like two hours in and I've noticed it but I never say anything to you because I completely get it she was like you hit a point two hours in and you just kind of like take yourself off and then you'll come back down an hour later and like you're ready to go again. And that's where I get to now in terms of I know that I need to be alone. And I I used to know that I needed to be alone. And as I say, I'd be in situations with people that I didn't want to be in. I didn't want to be there, but I'd never say no to a plan purely because the thought of my own company terrified me and I knew what my own company entailed and it was literally just crying and feeling so lonely and feeling so confused about the whole like situation of what was going on and I think a lot of it was that I was going through like a pretty to say traumatic breakup 
is fitting. Um, and I didn't know how to process that. Like I'd never been heartbroken before. I'd been hurt by people and I'd been in love before, but I never experienced the loss of myself because of someone else. And I think because I lost that, I lost who I was when I was with this person. I then had no idea who I was and I was so lonely because I couldn't reach out to anyone and explain to them like how I was feeling and what I was going through because I didn't even know. I didn't know my needs, how to kind of soothe myself when I was feeling like this. And over the past two years, I've got so much better about it. Like as I was speaking about before, when I was walking home, I kind of started to enter a bit of a spiral of overwhelmedness. That's that's kind of <laughs> that's a buzzword for this era. Is that coming home and knowing I've got to do washing, I've got to cook for myself. And like my dad literally sent a picture into the family group chat of like the stir fry he'd made and he was like to my mum like, oh, dinner's ready for when you get home. And I was just like, oh, like I need that because I'm starving, but I'm not in like a mood where I can provide for myself. But I think those moods and those feelings as uncomfortable as they are and as horrible as they are they're so important because I'm now sat here I'm looking out of my window and I cooked for myself I made myself pesto pasta with broccoli in it and it w probably wasn't the most nutritious meal ever but it was whole wheat pasta so I guess that counts as something bit of fiber you know um but I cooked for myself I took my washing off the error, put a different wash on, and then have put that out on the error to dry. And I then, well, now I know that because of these feelings that I used to experience of loneliness and I not then was so young and clueless and just didn't know how to deal with them, but now I know what to do and so I got a hot shower washed my hair and now I'm sat here with my incense on you know my candles lit and I put on some jazz music because <laughs> another thing is like I know that I'm feeling overwhelmed when I can't listen to music and I listen to music religiously like that is coursing through my veins if I could have music instead of blood pumping through my veins I would Music is so important to me and I find it so comforting when I think I'm, I'm good at expressing my emotions now, but I was very, very bad at expressing how I was feeling and explaining it to people. And I literally went through a stage of life where I'd say to people, like if they were asking me like how I'm feeling, like I went, I did go through a phase like, with my ex where She'd be like, like, how are you feeling? Like, we tried to rekindle. Um, and I just have to send her songs and say, listen to this, and this is this is me telling you exactly how I'm feeling. And that I found that so much easier to hear someone else going through like a universal experience. And I think 
that in itself makes you feel less lonely. To hear someone that can word exactly what you've been through and put it in a piece of music, it, it helps you know and feel less isolated in this experience that you're going through because that's another thing that I think comes along with loneliness is the initial loneliness, but then the feeling that you are the only one going through it. You're the only one experiencing these thoughts, these emotions, and no one else has ever experienced it. And it's so easy to isolate yourself. And I think I did that for a long time. Like I felt lonely and I isolated myself further because I was like, no one understands how I'm feeling right now, but they do. And if there's any takeaway from this to anyone that's listening is that other people do feel the same as you. Other people can relate and as hard and as oppressing as whatever your emotions are that you're feeling, people have felt it before and they've got through it. And I think that for me, that is one of the most comforting feelings and safe feelings almost that you are not some anomaly that is feeling things that no one else has felt because I guarantee you can get on Spotify and someone will word your entire experience word for word put it beautifully in a song and it will like I don't know I find a lot of comfort in that and even just like finding like um other other forms of creators say like youtubers and stuff that speak openly about stuff and how they're feeling and their mental states and stuff I also find a lot of comfort in that and if I could recommend anything to anyone it's find like-minded people because I think for so long I tried to avoid my feelings and this goes this goes beyond feelings of loneliness and like isolation um but this is like finding people that are going through similar things or that have been through similar things and that make you feel like a human for it because surrounding yourself obviously sometimes like we all have different types of friends like you know the type of friends that you go to the pub with you know the type of friends that you go on a night out with but to find people that you can speak openly and that you know are not going to judge you for what you're saying and how you're feeling and even if they can't turn around and say oh yeah I empathize with you because I've been through something similar they can sit there and just sympathize with you and say I'm so sorry you feel like that what do you need right now and you can obviously do that for yourself and I do that for myself a lot I try and kind of sit with myself I want to say my inner child and just think like what do you need right now because you're all over the place you are literally an anxious mess so what is it right now that you're worried about that you think is gonna happen and that what can we do to 
make it better and for each situation each circumstance it's so different because as i say tonight what i felt i needed was like a hot shower and to just like wash off the day and like the anxiety and the feelings and that in itself was great but sometimes you need to sit in it and you need to wallow in it and go through it because it's cliche as fuck to say the only way out is through but this is something that I learned the hard way by trying to surround myself with people that took my mind off things that literally just wanted to go out and drink go out and have a good time or just sit and watch things not speak about anything deep and meaningful and I I get told by um my family a lot like they know I'm a very very emotional person I'm a very deep person I I struggle with superficiality um and I would rather literally meet someone for the first time and be like trauma dump now go tell me your deepest darkest secrets like I'd rather that and I've got to a stage where I understand that (laughs) that's not always what you need like you you obviously need people around you that um you can just go and have a good time with and you don't speak about absolutely everything that you've got going on but I think for me the best thing that I did was found people that are all rounders like I wouldn't say anymore that I've got friends that are just people that I go to the pub with because I would rather and I know for me it makes me feel so much less isolated when one minute we can be chilling and speaking about I don't know whatever situationship drama we've got going on and how this person's making us feel and why we think it is because we've been through this in the past and then the next minute we can be having a laugh and like I don't know like doing antics and I think finding that is honestly something that saved me and getting to the understanding that these people are not going to leave you just because you have stuff going on and when they say they want to help they really really do want to help and you are allowed to take that help you deserve to have people in your life that want to help you because that was part of kind of my isolation and loneliness era was that I didn't believe that there were people out there and as I said before I didn't believe that there were people out there that understood what I was going through I thought it was all just like oh yeah you're just saying that and then ironically the deeper I went into what I was going through the more people I found that made me feel better about what I was going through because I felt worse when I was just like superficially avoiding all of the feelings and emotions that I was trying to process when I was avoiding them and not facing them and not trying to understand them I couldn't find a group of people that were understanding of it because I was avoiding it myself and 
I was delusional for expecting that I would find people that were like-minded and whatever because I wasn't even understanding enough of myself. So I think, I don't know to round this off. I don't know how to round this off because I've just kind of rambled. It's not been a very, it's not been a very topic heavy um, piece, but I would say if you are feeling lonely, if you are feeling isolated with whatever you are going through, take some time with yourself and understand it. Like, get deep into it, feel it. It's uncomfortable as fuck. It's awful. And at times it will feel like these feelings are literally going to kill you that's how intense they can feel but by doing that and I'm speaking from personal experience now by me doing that and feeling those emotions I then gained an understanding of why I was feeling them and I could speak about them and then because I could speak about them I could open up to people about them and then because I could open up to people about them they could then reciprocate to me and say oh no way I've literally been through the same like I remember one of my best friendships now Bella we'd never ever ever spoken on like a deep level like we'd known each other a year we lived in the same account we were on the same uni course and like we'd trot to uni together we'd have a laugh we'd be like oh what did you do last night like all this stuff like who do you think sexy on the course all that kind of stuff and then one night we'd been at the library till like it was honestly like 11 p.m. It was reading week and it was just, it was hectic. And we just looked at each other and I was like, I can't sit in here anymore. And so she said she'd driven in. So she said she'd give me a lift home. And on the way home, we started speaking and I don't really open up to people about things just because I'm, I'm not embarrassed about what I've been through. But it's it's obviously uncomfortable to speak about. And a lot of the time when I do speak about some things, like people literally look at me and they're like, what the fuck? Like, what? Like, do you know those moments that people speak about where it's one of them, you realise how much you've been through when you open up to someone else about it and they literally look at you as if you belong in an asylum and I always expect that from people but this conversation that Bella and I had we were like speaking on the way home and it was like a 10 minute drive home from the library and we ended up sitting outside my house in the rain in her car for like two hours because we'd never actually had an open and vulnerable conversation with each other about who we were and like how we felt about stuff and it started speaking about uni and then we realized we've both been through like the exact same toxic situations with our exes and we were both in the same stage of it wasn't even like (laughs) me and this girl did 
things we should not have done we went back too many fucking times and we were both in a period where we were both back messing around with our exes and (laughs) it was just like we sat there and I remember like I was looking at her and like she texted me when I went into my house and she was like I had no idea and I literally texted her back and I was like neither and then from then we have literally been like bestest bestest friends like so close and we see each other maybe like once every two weeks now because we both like live um well we both live in town but um further away and like as I was kind of saying before like when you move away after living so close to each other it like it gets harder but we try and see each other when we can but if we'd have never had that conversation and if we'd never opened up about how lonely and how isolated we were feeling because of our emotions we would have never found that and now I can literally text that girl and I don't even have to say anything in the text message like she can tell by the tone of which I'm texting her and she'll be like what's up I know it's this like I can tell by how you're texting me that it's because of a girl or I can tell by how you're texting me that you're stressed about work or like I know say for example with her like she doesn't go on her phone when she gets stressed so if she's not replied me in like a few days I know something's up and having that understanding with someone and I also I now have that understanding with like I would genuinely say every single one of my close friendships that I have in my life like I have that level of understanding with people to the point where no words need to be spoken we can just tell and that is so refreshing and comforting to know and that's not to say that even now I have that and I'm so so grateful to have that with like all of the people around me and like the relationships that I have in my life now are just amazing but that's not to say that even now I don't still feel lonely because ironically I've got like the biggest group around me the most amazing support system that I have ever had in my life but I still get times where I go through the phase that I mentioned before where I'm like oh no like I'm feeling this and I don't know whether it's like normal to be feeling this and when you get to the stage where you're questioning your own normality and your own sanity because of a normal human emotion that you would not feel if it was not normal do you know what I mean like as humans we feel things because we're meant to feel things and you wouldn't have any sort of emotion if it wasn't meant to be felt and so to get into that stage with yourself where you're like why do I feel like this and then to isolate yourself and not be able to speak about it it's a horrible place to be in and it it's not something that just goes away because as I say even though it's got a lot better it's still something that it's a learning curve and it's like constant growth and it's it's painful like growing up is painful because 
you're still trying to navigate who you are and all of these things that you're feeling and whether anyone else is feeling them too but then on top of that you're then having to learn about what energy bills water bills broadband bills like you're having to learn about all of that and then balancing whatever you want to do with your life if you're working if you're doing uni and then fitting like the gym into that and exercise and then fitting a social life into that and then fitting alone time into all of that it's so overwhelming and it can feel like too much and I know firsthand like especially like the past month when things come along that not shouldn't happen because (laughs) everything happens for a reason but not that shouldn't happen but that just come at a time where they aren't fathomable it can get really 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 hard like I know for me I think the reason this past month like obviously I was speaking about my ringworm like that's (laughs) I don't think it should have affected me as much as it has but it's literally like I'm literally sat looking at the pile of clothes in my room that I've worn once that I've worn like a hoodie once and it now needs washing and it's like a constant cycle and I'm just like like it's overwhelming and having that to deal with and then like I work and stuff and I look like I love my job love my job and work is one of the things that I actually do enjoy like I I'm someone that thrives off productivity and I don't really allow myself enough time to just chill I'm kind of trying to get better at that but I love work but then it's like all of that and then if one extra little thing comes along like say for example what you're in a situation and it goes south then you've got to deal with that on top of maintaining your whole rest of your life like all of the aspects of your life it's hard and one analogy that I'll forever love like forever love shout out to my boy Jensen so he um was like involved with someone and he was using the analogy and saying like I feel like I'm I can't remember what he said he was like I feel like I'm his whole I'm his whole universe let me try and remember this he was he was basically using the analogy of a solar system and saying that a solar system to work it's got planets it's got moons everything orbits and everything needs to orbit correctly and be balanced to work and for the world to keep on spinning like say say i think in this analogy he was the world maybe i don't know but for everything to like keep on spinning and flowing like for your world to keep on spinning all of the planets have to be in alignment as well and have to be balanced and have to be spinning so say for example you've got one planet that is relationships and then you've got one planet that's friends and then you've got one planet that's work and then you've got one planet that's the gym and then you've got one planet that's hobbies one planet that's family one planet that is i don't know what else you can try and fit into your life and if you're doing more than that give yourself some credit right now give yourself a round of applause um but yeah to have that solar system spinning 
everything's got to be balanced everything's got to be in alignment and to keep that momentum and everything because it doesn't stop like just because someone has like hurt you and has done an unexpected thing that wasn't really in your plan nothing else stops like you can't just not go into work you can't just well i mean obviously that's where priorities come in but it doesn't stop you have to keep on going and that's where i think like growing up and moving out and living on your own and like navigating the transition from being a child to being an adult realizing all this stuff and that you are ultimately like at the center of your own solar system your universe whatever you want to call it and all of these things are still going to be spinning around you and they may be spinning out of control like jupiter might be in retrograde i don't know but you have to keep on going and finding that balance and making things work and all of that kind of stuff it's so hard and it's a lowly experience but i think i'm just gonna end this and say that you should give yourself credit like even if you're getting up and showing up give yourself some credit for it if you get out on a walk in the day give yourself some credit be nice to yourself because growing up is hard it's lonely it's so isolating and it's so easy to isolate yourself because of it but I hope you find some comfort in the understanding that there are people out there that will be feeling what you're feeling but I'm gonna end it on a positive note and I'm just gonna say keep on going because I know I needed to hear this and this has been as beneficial for me (laughs) probably more beneficial for me than it has for anyone listening to it yeah um so I need to do an outro um let me go and grab my phone because i find oh i find this so hard and i know i need to try and be if i'm trying to i'm trying to make it in the podcast world i need to be semi-professional but the thought of sat and sitting doing an outro to (laughs) a piece of music that was just just let me bear with so you guys this has been um, another episode of 